How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Things winding down for the day down in Texas at the match play on the PGA Tour. Still some big names alive. Sam Burns beat Mackenzie Hughes 3-2. and two. Scotty Scheffler beat Jason Day 2-1. and one. Rory McIlroy finished up Xander Shoffley one up. And uh, Cameron Young leads Kurt Kitayama one up through 17 down there in Texas. And, you know, that that's certainly good. Uh, with with those, those big names still alive, with the likes of uh, Scheffler and McIlroy uh, playing into the semifinals. Loons get home tonight. Allianz Field, Vancouver in town, but they will be shorthanded. Andy Greeter joins us from the Pioneer Press on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. And uh, Andy, you've talked about this before. You, you warn Loons fans that this will be difficult with so many players away on international duties. Yeah, so the so Minnesota United has seven key players from starting goalkeeper Dan St. Clair to playmaking midfielder Robin Lud and five others uh, away with their national teams uh, during this FIFA international window. So usually how it works for those that that aren't aware, uh, the top leagues in the world will pause during international breaks and will kind of wait for their best players to come back. Uh, But MLS is not doing that. And they have in the past been able to allow teams like Minnesota that have a lot of internationals to take a preference and, and play more midweek games outside of windows. Uh, but that's not possible here this season because MLS and, and Liga Mekis in Mexico are playing a tournament in July that condenses the schedule outside of that, and they have to play through these international windows. And so fans are going to be uh, seeing a product that is less than Minnesota's best, and that's on top of Emmanuel Reynoso. Uh, now with the team still, he's still holding out in Argentina. So you're talking about eight starters on a team that uh, is off to a really good start and now has to take on a game given all the absences. Andy Greeter joining us from the Pioneer Press on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, they did sign a young player from Korea, but he is not available for duty. Yeah, uh, Seng Bae Jung is a 20-year-old uh, South Korean, like you mentioned, an attacking player who Minnesota paid Wolverhampton Wanderers in the English Premier League a, a transfer fee of $2.6 million to bring in to Minnesota. Uh, and as it works in, in the international game, 
uh, you have to get work visas in order to be eligible to play. And Sang Bin is, is working on that, and it, it sounds like he's going to go uh, to Canada to get his passport stamped and get a work visa and be all set to go uh, likely next Saturday at St. Louis. So, uh, yeah, they were able to announce the signing at a big formal press conference at Allianz Field midweek, and he spoke highly of, of his opportunity here in Minnesota to be a role model for South Korean players, and he set a big goal of, of scoring 10 goals and, and having 10 assists, and that is, wow. some, that is some rarefied air in, in Major League Soccer. Only six people did that a year ago, including Reynoso. Uh, so he's setting the bar mighty high for himself. You like to see that confidence. Um, but I think Loon's fans are, are eager to see what Sung Bin Jung is able to do as he gets eligible here next month. Yeah, and uh, tonight, Allianz Field on the Midway. Uh, it won't be particularly warm, but I, I think it'll be pleasant for the match tonight. Yeah, I think you know, all of us in Minnesota uh, are treating this as if it's patio season already. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so so I, I don't think anyone's going to be complaining, especially when you had their home opener a couple of weeks ago and, and there was inches of snow on the ground and the product uh, wasn't at its, at its best. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, Apple has a new TV deal uh, and has very set uh, times for games. And, and Minnesota is going to be playing at 730 uh, for the overwhelming majority of their games here this year. And I just think it's too bad because a great bluebird day like today, it'd be fun to have everybody outside in the sun, oh. probably in, in shorts and T-shirts for some of them. Uh, but even in the summer, you know, I think I think, you know, matinees are, are a great time to, to be outside in Minnesota and and too many times here in the MLS season, given the new media rights deal with Apple, uh, they're going to be playing night games. Yeah, and uh, I, I've heard I've heard some complaints. Andy, I'm sure you hear a ton from Loons fans. What's the reaction so far to that new deal? Uh, you know what? So they've had uh, they've had three games uh, so far this season, and two of them were kind of outside of the MLS season pass that so you have to pay a subscription fee for so two of the games have been outside of that kind of paywall so i think that's uh intriguing for fans to have an opportunity to to see it today is is behind the paywall uh you know i think from a technical standpoint it's been pretty good you know they have kind of a a whip around show to kind of have everybody on the same page in the action during that day Uh, i think that's been a nice addition with way things are going you know they have had the same stable of, of broadcasters. So uh, for the home opener, Kendra D. St. Aubin, who was the Loon's longtime color commentator, she did that game with her new partner, Kevin Egan. Uh, Callum Williams, who was uh, next to Kendra for six years, he's calling tonight's game with his new partner, Kalen Carr. Uh, so there are familiar voices out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, when they went to Colorado last week, they had uh, Max Bertos and Brian Dunseth and those two guys I've been around the game a long time. So I think you get a little bit of variety while also getting some familiar voices as well. Um, I, I also wanted to bring up the overall play of the Loons so yeah. far. And it has been a bit of a surprise considering the Reynoso story is still unresolved. Uh, they, they have been able to get points in all three. Yeah, so seven points out of available nine is, is very good. Um, I think, you know, two road wins uh it's very difficult to win on the road in this league you're more likely to to pick up points at home and that was the one one draw with new york red bulls 
uh, a game that, you know, they had the lead in that one and, and came out flat in the second half and gave up a set piece and, and dropped two points at home, which is something you never want to do, especially when you're in a winning position. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a quality start. You know, they went to Dallas in the season opener and kind of avenged their first-round playoff loss from last October. Uh, so that was a great start against a, a quality Dallas team. Uh, you know, New York Red Bulls is, is a team that usually makes the playoffs but isn't one of those front-line teams. So that was worthwhile points. And, and Colorado has been scuffling. So to, to go there and, and come from behind and, and win that game was, was a nice quality win at altitude, even if Colorado has been struggling. You know, Vancouver is winless in four games, but I think they've played better than what their record shows. They, have, they would have three players away for international duty. One of those three is injured, so they're not going unscathed by uh, the international window as, as well. But, you know, at home, given the fact that Vancouver is winless, uh, you know, with, with the absences, you know, it, it's difficult to – if it was a full-strength Minnesota team and a full-strength Vancouver team, I'd say, you know, three points are the prerogative. But given how, you know, shorthanded Minnesota is going to be, I think – you know, one, given how it's going, it would be okay, but I think they still probably want three, just given Vancouver's form. Yeah, and funny, Andy, uh, it, for for casual fans, and, and I'm curious about this, with so many players away, how, how do they fill the roster and fill it out? Do they have players in reserve? How, how does that work for a situation like tonight? Yeah, good question. So they have, you know, a 30-man roster, uh, and 20 of them dress on any given day. So there's a pool of about 10 guys that that are kind of on the fringe of the first team. They'll play with their balloons second-year developmental team sure. um, primarily. Um, so those guys will be coming up and, and filling out the bench. Uh, but, yeah, you're, you're having your backups become starters in a lot of cases. It's an opportunity for a guy like Cam Dunbar, who's a, who's a new player who hasn't played yet. He's going to get the start today. Um, it's an opportunity for designated players like Luis Amaria and Mender Garcia, who we each have a goal on the year but have not been wowing fans. Uh, it's an opportunity for them to kind of live up to their billing. They're not away with the national team. So, yeah, it's an opportunity for a lot of young guys, a lot of uh, up-and-coming guys that are on the fringe of the first-team roster to, to get a spot on the bench. And if things go their way, they might you know either make their debut um, or be available and kind of experience and rub their – shoulders uh, in an MLS environment. Well, Andy, always good to visit with you. A little gopher football news earlier in the week. They yeah. they uh, they pick up a signing. It appears to be good news for P.J. Flack and company. Yeah, you know, they've picked up four uh, recruits in the 2024 class in the, in the month of March. Um, you know, they were able to get one today. Uh, Dallas Sims, who's from Canada, uh, who's been playing high school football in Florida. You know, they have had with Benjamin St. Juiced, uh, a Canadian who's now with the Washington Commanders. So I'm sure that was part of the recruiting pitch of, hey, we've taken Canadians, we've developed them, we've, we've put them in the NFL. Uh, you know, that's the positive side of the, go, the week for Gopher football. The negative side is the transfer portal has been taken more and more from this team. You know, Dalen yeah. Wright, who's a very promising uh, wide receiver, he's left the team. I don't think he's entered the transfer portal yet, but I'd imagine that's that's probably in his plans. Trill Carter been a mainstay anchor defensive tackle for this team for the last couple of years. He was all Big Ten honorable mention. He entered the transfer portal yesterday. Uh, so there's been 15 
departure since the end of November, and they've added six players. And given that lopsided nature, I'd imagine that, especially defensively, that P.J. Fleck and staff will, will try to add a handful of guys, and the transfer portal opens up here again in May. Yeah, that that is uh, big-time college football and basketball in a nutshell. A lot of turnover every year. Well, Andy, great work. As always, good to visit with you. And uh, once again, uh, he'll have coverage of tonight's uh, Vancouver-Minnesota match in the Pioneer Press and online at TwinCities.com. Have a good evening. Thanks, Steve. Take care. All right. Andy Greeter, Pioneer Press, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Coming up. Uh, the XFL is here, and most fans are like, big deal. Uh, minor league football in the spring, who cares? But the NFL is taking notice with some of the rule changes. Could some of these rule changes be coming to our beloved NFL this fall or in an autumn in the future? We'll get into that in a moment here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Football season traditionally in the fall, high school, college, the NFL. Uh, the NFL has become a year-round business. Uh, we had free agency. We have the draft. And then the countdown to training camp begins. And people can hardly wait for the NFL season to begin in the fall, it seems. I'll wait. I don't want to wish summer away. But the XFL is playing spring football. And I think, in reality, our producer is Josh Wheeler. you, you got to be a hardcore to sit through an XFL game. I mean, I, I've run across it. I, I don't spend a lot of time on it, to, to be perfectly honest. I mean, you, you've got to really want to watch football to sit through that. But that's me. XFL is great to have when you're vacuuming or cleaning. It'll, it's nice. It's it's nice background noise for sure. Uh, yeah, no, if there's no, nothing I else sit on the whole game. No, thank you. Yeah, but there, there's been this trend lately to talk about some of the things the XFL has done to innovate, particularly rule changes, and could they be coming to the NFL? And there are a number of sites that have you know laid this out. What's the XFL rule? What's the NFL doing? Could some of this make sense? The one that stands out to me is the kickoff rule. Now, the NFL rule, as we know, kicking teams line up on the 35-yard line, eight members of the return team within 15 yards, no double-team blocks allowed, touchbacks are spotted at the 25-yard line. And typically what teams do is have their kicker booted into the end zone or out of the end zone, and you get a touchback. Because what they've tried to do is reduce the high-speed collisions that that we saw in the past. And there was a stat that they threw out there that you were five times more likely as a player to get a concussion on a kickoff than you were on a regular offensive or defensive play. So stats have borne that out, so they've changed the rules. And right now the kickoff is like, eh, most of the time it's a touchback. Kind of a boring play. But in the XFL they've done something. Kicker lines up at his 30-yard line with the other 10 members of the kickoff team lining up at the opponent's 35, five yards away from the returning team. Only the kicker and one returner can move until the ball is fielded. 
touchbacks are spotted at the 35. So they're discouraging the touchback, but you're also reducing the high-speed collisions because the kickoff coverage and kickoff return teams are lined up so close together. So, so they can't slam into each other at full speed. And so far, that has paid dividends, that there are more kickoffs and add more action. Because the one thing, and my one knock about NFL games, going to them in person. And I, I remember this when I went to my first NFL game out at the Old Met. I had a high school buddy whose dad had season tickets, and he didn't want to go late in the year when it was cold. He would go early in the year with his buddies, but late in the year he'd give it to his son, and then his son would drag me along, and we'd tailgate and have fun. And, you know, we were young. We didn't care if it was cold out at the old Met. But the one thing that struck me after growing up watching NFL games on television, and it's not as noticeable, is there is a lot of standing around in an NFL game with all the television timeouts. And I think it's become more pronounced over the years going to games at the Dome and now U.S. Bank Stadium. There is a great deal of standing around. So the thought is, if we can create another situation where there is some excitement and bring the kickoff back into the game. I don't know about you, Josh, but but that seems to be like a reasonable innovation to get the kickoff back in the game but not make it a kamikaze mission. Yeah, I mean, there's no need to have, you know, what is it, 11, I'm trying to, I'm blanking on the number, 11 players from each team. Yeah, I mean, you have 10 each other. You, yeah. yeah, the kicker, you know, you can't really. So, yeah, I to me, that seems reasonable. Um, you've got an onside kick alternative. This is the XFL rule, and I'll, I'll throw this one out as well. This is wildly intriguing. After scoring in the fourth quarter, Teams have an alternative to kicking off or attempting an onside kick. Instead, they can run one offensive play from their 25-yard line. If they gain 15 yards or more, essentially converting a fourth and 15, they retain the ball. So, to, to me, that's interesting because in, in blowout games, this gives clubs an opportunity to come back. Now, I think gamblers would hate it if, if you know, you have the win, <laughs> you know, where, wherever you are on the spread and you're covered, you, you don't want to see that rule. And I would think, and I, I don't know how much influence gamblers have in these types of decisions, but if you're a gambler, you don't like that. Because if you've won and you've covered, you don't want that rule. I don't know about you, Josh, but uh, that is intriguing to me as well. Because it would allow teams, hey, we scored, we, we can try this versus the onside kick. Because how many onside kicks are ever successful? It's it's one of the worst uh, strategic parts of football, I feel like. I just, I, I'm not an onside kick guy. I think it's yeah. just, it, the, the odds are just ever so, just not, ever so close to zero as far as getting it, uh, getting it back. And I think an alternative is what something every football league can uh, maybe take a peek at because it's not a bad idea. Yeah, and that is not a bad idea. So you score, and instead of lining up for an onside kick, and there's another situation 
where it's just another opportunity for people to get hurt. Because you know how it goes, the ball's got to go 10 yards, and you got people diving and flying around. It, it just is fraught with peril. But in this case, you score, whatever you do at the extra point, and you, you need to keep the ball because you're down in the game. You, you can try that, what amounts to be a 4th and 15 play from your own 25-yard line. There's a better chance to convert that. And then you still have to go down the field and, and score. It's not like you're getting the ball at midfield or beyond. So that's kind of a cool rule. But there's been a lot written about what the XFL is doing and what might be coming to the NFL. I'm not sure I'd hold my breath because the NFL is the most successful sports league in the history yeah. of the world and do they my, need to my change? uh my my question i don't know if you've mentioned this part yet the the game clock what do you think about that that differential i don't know if you saw that one no, I, I that one i didn't read about so they <laughs> instead of 40 seconds they're the xfl is going down to 35 and the title the the title in bold says speeding up the game which oh, if, if oh you, on the play clock yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yep Yep, yeah, on the so play clock. If you do that, I guess like you're you're saving maybe five minutes. I don't, I, I kind of have to do the math as far as how many plays total are in a game. Um, but yeah, it's not much of a difference. He, here, here's the thing: if it does speed up the game a little bit, but I, I've never heard anyone say because most NFL games you're in for about three hours, barring overtime, it's about a three-hour time commitment. And I, I've just never heard anyone say. You know, we, we got to speed up the game, you know, yeah. in the NFL. MLB, uh, they're working on that. But, yeah, I, if they move the play clock down, I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. It's kind of like in the NBA. Now it's a 24-second shot clock. I don't have a problem with it. You don't even really notice it. I mean, because the pace of the game, they they've – it's so fast. To it's it. very fast. And yeah, NBA, yeah, NBA I mean, has gone by, like, has totally hit turbo mode with how they play the game now compared to, like, 10 years ago. And shot clock is coming to high school hoops here in Minnesota, and it is a good move because I, I called some some games this year on local cable TV and the streaming service, NSPN.TV, did some state tournament games this morning. Both games were lopsided. And the shot clock would have helped because then you can't have the team that's up by 12 or 14 just take the air out of the ball. Yeah. And, and that's why a shot clock, you know, creates more opportunities for comebacks. And I, I've just never been interested in that slow it down, take the air out of the ball. I, I, I just don't think it's good for the game. And we won't have to worry about that anymore. All right, 533, quick break. We'll come back. Kevin Lynch. Valley Sports North Timberwolves analyst. We'll get his thoughts on the shot clock coming to high school basketball. He was a big star once upon a time with Bloomington Jefferson. Won state titles. Went on to the U and the NBA. 
played in Europe, and now Valley Sports North. We'll get into that following the weather here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the why. And visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Saturday rolling along. 3A Boys Championship game underway. Totino Grace leading D. LaSalle 19-18 later. Park Center and Wyazetta at Ada at Target Center. Uh, men's tournament. Uh, quick check of that. And games don't get started. Uh, let, let's get back to the games. Sunday, Creighton, San Diego State, Miami, Texas. Of the doubleheader on CBS. And the game's coming up uh, tomorrow, uh, or I should say today, and now the scoreboard's all messed up. Fairly Dickinson, they're out. Let's get back. Josh, my scoreboard is completely died. All right, here we go. I think we're locked in on it. No, we're not. This is just a complete disaster. What a All mess. Right. What a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Live radio, man. Uh, Florida Atlantic leading Kansas State 26-22 in the first. Later, UConn and Gonzaga winners today on to the Final Four. Timberwolves are idle. They open a road trip. They'll take on Golden State. And then Sacramento, before going into Phoenix, they get the L.A. Lakers at home on Friday night. And to talk Timberwolves and a little more, Kevin Lynch. Valley Sports North, Timberwolves analyst. Kev, how you doing? Terrible, Steve. Things couldn't be worse. My, my wife just left me and my dog ran away. So <laughs> it's rough right now in my world. Yeah, and I just had the scoreboard lock up. I know. Uh, I heard about that. Live yeah. radio, man. Tragic. It's just kinda, yeah, you know, you rely on these computers, 
and then in the moment of need, they fail you. Um, oh. It's it's just like wow. I I had it, and then I lost, and I I uh, landed on the wrong date. So so we're all squared away there. Uh, Kev, I wanted to get your thoughts about something, and I brought it up uh, before the bottom of the hour break, and I was thinking about it because I, I watched a fair amount of high school hoops this winter. And, and called some section games and some state tournament games and was over at Concordia today doing a couple of games this morning. And I, I, I'm ready for the shot clock. Now, you played in an era, uh, no shot clock. It's finally coming to high school basketball. Your thoughts on the shot clock, is it a good thing for high school basketball? Yeah, I mean, I think it is. Um, God, it's been such a hot topic. And it's interesting yeah. how it seems like uh, – I think North and South Dakota both have it. You tell me. Yep. You used to live in Sioux Falls, but I think South Dakota's got it, don't they, Steve? Yeah, and, you know, uh, they, they've added it around the country, and there's right. been resistance because of the expense. But what, what I was going to bring up is what I saw this morning. I saw the 1A consolation final and the 1A third-place game, and they weren't close games in the second half, and the team with the lead was, you know, taking the air out of the ball, and yeah. it's just kind of like – I, I, I get it. That's been part of the strategy. But but I think ultimately having a shot clock. You know, no one really pays attention anymore to the shot clock in the NBA. I mean, there there's an occasional shot clock violation, but I, I think ultimately it'll be good for the game and, and good for the players. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I mean, I think we all remember, I can't remember when was this, 10, 12 years ago, when or maybe less than that, Hopkins played Shakopee in the quarterfinals of the state tournament. And it was just a, it was just a joke. You know, it's like both teams, one team wanted to play his own defense and kind of a half court situation. The other team was just airing it out and it went into a few overtimes. Maybe that was when Amir Coffey ended up making a half court shot. So there was some dramatics at the end, but, um, but there's, you know, people go to high school hoops to, to be entertained and, that is not entertaining when you have one team just airing it out like that. So that's one way you got to look at it. And but I, I get that it's a strategy for some coaches or some teams too. So, but I think it's time. And you know, I also understand the, the whole deal of you got to pay. You know, not every school can afford the clocks and paying somebody who's yep, that's you right. know, to run it, who understands how to do it, and that how that can if you don't do it correctly or get somebody who's not capable of doing it, how that can affect games and outcomes which can affect seating and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's more complicated than, hey, can we afford it and, and hook it up and have it running? So it's uh, there's more to it than just uh, what's on the surface for some people. Yeah, and uh, Timberwolves, Carl Anthony Towns is back. And I, I brought this up a couple of times. I don't know if you could have sat down and uh, written a better script for Cat's return. Big win. Uh, hitting yeah. two free throws, one to tie, one to give the team the lead and, and get the W, and it, it came at the right time with Anthony Edwards on the sideline injured. Yeah, yeah, it's um, boy, there's a <laughs> there's a lot to talk about with with the Wolves and Towns back now. Hopefully, he can stay in the lineup, and and finally we can get a, a you know kind of resume the whole thing of does Gobert and Towns and that whole issue do they fit together and. And we got to get Edwards back. I, I'm still convinced. And I'm, I'm not just saying. I've told you this before, but and I'm not just saying this because I, I've covered the team for a long time. But yeah. I really believe this is their most talented roster they've ever had. I, re, I really, 
I really do believe that. Now, Towns has been – people say, well, what, look at their record. How can that be? Or they look at, yeah, but Towns has been out for four months, and obviously that's going to affect what's going on. And, uh, and they have some other issues with D'Angelo Russell, and Russell played okay at times, but other times he, I thought he kind of hurt them. And now they – then they switched point guards in February at the trade deadline, and now they have Conley, who to me is a better fit for this team than D'Angelo Russell. So they've had some issues going on here. But if they can catch lightning in a bottle here and stay healthy at the end of the season, things can click. Um, they got a chance to make some noise, and I really believe that. Now, who knows whether that's going to happen. They could flame out or something, too, but but they have enough talent to, to do something bigger here, So, and I'm looking forward to see how this plays out. Yeah, were, were you surprised how much jump, if you will, Cat had in his return? Because, you know, he he looked pretty good for being out as long as he was and, you know, obviously made those those free throws but you know there there was definitely an energy in his yeah. game and that that was pretty surprising yeah and not you know to be honest with you not really um i i really think that and i was just thinking about this earlier today how he to me uh you know you could debate but i i think he's in the top 15 players in the nba as far as just you know, how easy offense comes to. As a scorer, he's a good passer. Um, he's a pretty good offensive rebounder. He's one of the better back-to-the-basket post-up players. Not that guys do that a ton anymore, but he's good at that. I mean, he he's a really good scorer, and he scores easily. And a lot of it's set up because he can shoot so well. He's the best outside shooting big man, I think, in the NBA, or at least one of them. So... I mean, for him to go out and just make make some jump shots, even though he's been out for four months, uh, that that doesn't surprise me because the guy can flat out shoot. So to put up good or good or decent scoring numbers, uh, even though he's been out for a long time, that didn't really surprise me. So hopefully, him being back, get Edwards back, and and let's see if this all fits together and they can uh, put a little run together. That'd be fun this spring. Yeah, no doubt. Eight to go, and there there's still a lot in flux right now. Dallas out of the playoffs. They're on a skid, and now they've fallen to 11. So there's going to be a lot of movement over the last eight games. Before we run out of time, I want to get your thoughts, though, on this group. And you brought up the makeup of this team. Cat's back, waiting for Anthony Edwards' return. We really don't know when he'll he'll get back in the lineup. But now they got veteran guys. You brought up Mike Conley, but they have Rudy Gobert, and they have yeah. Kyle Anderson, and other guys who have kind of been through the battles at the end of the yeah. regular season. And, and my sense with eight to go, that will help them. Big time. Oh, 100%. Conley, like I said, better fit than D'Angelo yep. Russell. He's more of an organizing point guard. He can score and shoot a little bit, but he's, he, you know, he didn't do that as much as, as Russell is known for. But that's going to, I mean, just kind of the stability that he provides. Plus, Mike Conley can guard point guards. I mean, maybe the biggest, one of the biggest, or maybe the biggest issue with D'Angelo Russell as your point guard is, I don't know if you noticed, he rarely would guard point guards yep. because he can't guard a lot of those guys. So that's a problem. That kind of just distorts what you're doing to a degree. But Conley's veteran leadership, if you want to call it that, that's going to help. Gobert has been through all these wars before. Um, Torian Prince, we didn't even talk yeah, about that Yeah, that's guy. right, Torian he, Prince. Pl- yeah, he, he's played big in certain moments. He's kind of a, 
And we talk about guys that are veterans. We're not, you know, Conley's played a long time, but Torian Prince is kind of in the prime of his career. Same with Kyle Anderson. So these guys that we call veterans are not necessarily playing 15 or more NBA seasons. They've played, you know, seven, eight, nine seasons or something like that, and they're in the prime of their career. So, yeah, I mean, they got they have all the pieces. They got they got youth. They got young legs in certain positions. They got guys in the prime of their career. Whether it's Anderson, Prince, Carl Anthony Towns, you got size. You can play small if you need to. Um, you got enough guys that are kind of lockdown defenders. So they got a lot of good pieces there. Well, it's it's going to be very interesting at Golden State tomorrow night, Sacramento on Monday, and then Phoenix on Wednesday, and then the L.A. Lakers in town on yeah. Friday night. So a big week for the Timberwolves. Yeah, you know, the Lakers are kind of rising, too. You talk about Dallas sinking, and, and these next few games, I mean, Golden State's got a lot to play for. Sacramento oh. is trying to hold on to that, that spot, you know, close to the top in the West. Phoenix uh, they're going to be, I mean, Phoenix, Golden State, and the Clippers are all going to be right there uh, deep in the playoffs, even though they're kind of behind those top three teams, and then the Wolves, so, and then the Lakers are coming. So, I mean, there's a lot of fireworks potentially going on here the next couple of weeks, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, eight to go. Well, Kev, always good to visit with you. Take care. Thanks, Steve. Have a good, good weekend. All right, there he is, Kevin Lynch, Valley Sports North, Timberwolves analyst. Timberwolves and Warriors from the Bay Area. Pre-game at 7 with Cal. Alan Horton with the play-by-play at 7.30. We'll take a quick break. We'll put a wrap on things on this Saturday here at News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. NCAA Hockey Boston U to the Frozen Four. They beat Cornell 2-1. Underway in Fargo. Minnesota and St. Cloud State period number one. Gophers lead the Huskies. 1-0 in that one. Sports coverage continues tomorrow. The huddle, Dave Schwartz, Pete Nigerian between 10 and noon, Twin Spring Training, Grapefruit League action. Twins got swept in a split squad tilt with the Atlanta Braves, 9-4 and 9-4. So not a good day uh, for the home nine. Uh, twins tomorrow get the Red Sox as it winds down. Season opener Thursday, coverage beginning at 2-30. And then, of course, Corey Probus, Dan Gladden with the first of 162. Thursday afternoon, Pablo Lopez against Zach Greinke in the opener. It'll be a Twins day off on Thursday. Debut of the Twins magazine next Saturday uh, here on News Talk, A3OWCCO. Hey, big thanks to all our guests joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Dane Muzutani covers the wild for the Pioneer Press. Jess Myers from the Rink Live up in Fargo. Dan Hayes covers the Twins for the Athletic. Cal Soderquist, Timberwolves Radio Network. Steve Carney took us outdoors. Andy Greeter covers the Loons for the Pioneer Press. And my good buddy Kevin Lynch from Valley Sports North. And, of course, big thanks to Josh Wheeler, our producer. And first and foremost, he had to put up with me all day today. So, there's that. So tip of the cap to Josh Wheeler. Good luck to his Huskies uh, the rest of the way in that one. We've got a run, 45 now here in the city's low tonight, 26. Tomorrow, sunny and 41. Enjoy the remainder of the weekend here on CCO. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.